Hey everybody, you're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I am Garrett. This week on the show, we're wrapping up the Cars series with Cars 3. Putting it in park. Thank God. That would be a nice tagline, Cars 3, putting it in park. I hope so. Yeah. Cars 3 came out in 2017, just last year. It seems like it's older than that. I feel like it's a lot older For some older reason. Nah, I think it's kind of forgettable. Anyway, we'll get into that. <laughs> Uh, I, we'll get into that. I, we will get I into that. Right. Uh, it stars all the same people, plus, uh, this time we get the addition of Nathan Fillion, uh, Army Hammer, and you know what? Those are the two main new ones. Chris yeah. Cooper. As Smokey? Yeah. I wouldn't really call him a main character. I mean, and he's, I also he's don't new think, to the series. I also don't think the average human being could point out Chris Cooper in a lineup. I certainly couldn't. No, I can. I recognize him. I don't. But even I do don't. That. I don't know his. I'm gonna name. have to click on his name now. Uh, I know he's been in a few things he here don't and there. Look familiar but to, to me. say that he's a you know a mainstream name is wrong. Colonel Fitz from American Beauty. Mm, what? Okay. <laughs> you got anything you know recent? Uh, yes, there you go. I was nine years old. <laughs> no, he anyway. was in August Osage County. Got anything that people saw? Yeah. <laughs> Something that people may have liked. I'm done. I'm okay. just saying. Bye. Bye. So anyway, before we uh, devolved into a Chris Cooper uh, rundown, I guess, uh, those are some of the new people. There's a bunch of new people, but I can't possibly go through them all. There's also a new array of, of NASCAR people who appear in this one, but whatever. So in Cars 3, though, we see a little bit of a return to form. Cars 2 was a total acid trip off the <laughs> sidelines, didn't make any sense kind of movie. And then Cars 3 is actually, you know, about Lightning McQueen again. Yeah. And uh, they got rid of Mater Boy. They barely let Mater speak, which yeah. is how it should have been the whole time. Yeah, Cars 3 goes back to its, its original form. Uh, Lightning McQueen is a several-time champion. He's the best of the best until one race, a new up-and-comer, a car too fast, literally too fast for the poor guy to handle, comes into the race, and then all of a sudden, one by one, we're picking off the old racers with new ones coming in with their new uh, aerodynamic technology and all that nonsense, and Lightning just can't keep up. So he has set out to try to find a way to reclaim his former glory as the champion of them all. It was well done. It was a well-done recap. It was all improvised. I think that uh, I enjoyed this as much as one can compared to the first two. As much as one can. I still think it's a weak Pixar movie, but it's a strong Cars movie. Yeah, they've. I've been repeatedly. I've re, I've repeatedly been told that this is that this is the best Cars movie, and I agree. I think it's. I think it's not strong, but I think it's the strong. I think it's the strongest of the three. I think this is probably the one I hate the least. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. I don't know what it is about it that because I, I for some reason I have a hard time saying it's definitively better than one. But then I also feel like it. I it's more enjoyable than one for some reason. Mm-hmm. I can't pinpoint it. I think it was because so. In the last episode, we talked about uh, some reviews that we read of Cars 2 and talked about there was one that we read that was like the the second Cars should have, on paper, been more interesting than the first one because the first two-thirds of the first one is somebody repaving a road. The second one is supposed to be this worldwide Grand Prix race and spy combination thing 
which on paper sounds like it should be more interesting, but wasn't. I think this one did a better job of giving you the action that you could have expected in the second one mm-hmm. and the story and without the kind of lull. Because Cars mm-hmm. 1, was pr- it was slow. Like, not a lot happened slow. there at the beginning. But a lot of stuff happened there at the beginning. You got the racing montage. You got immediately into it. And I think that they were trying to do that on purpose because of how bad the second one was. was really like, we got to give people the action and the racing because 2 is just so bad. Yeah, I almost wonder if it just feels like it's a better movie because of how bad two was. That's also which is like, whoa, this is it. May it makes sense as a movie. There's something about Cars though, and I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna exclude Cars two. That's gonna be the gas leak year, and it's just gonna be Cars one and three from (laughs) now on. Okay. There's something about those two movies where, for me, they seem to identify a message that they want to send, and then they kind of abandon it. And then never come back to it again. Mm-hmm. In this one, I have a bit of an issue with the fact that the entire movie is about Lightning McQueen trying so hard to retrain himself and to better himself mm-hmm. so that he can win. And then he just decides not to. Mm-hmm. And they abandon it. <laughs> and he just doesn't seem to care anymore. It was a weird way to, to send that message of... Because it felt a little bit like... If you try and you try and you try and you don't make it, well, then just stop, I guess, and help someone else do it. And it seemed just didn't, it wasn't coherent to me. I thought it was a. I, th- I think what I got out of this was like, it started as a character build, and I and I when I watch movies, I generally pay attention to that. I want to know how the characters are being built up. Yep. And granted, we're watching cars as characters being built up, mm-hmm. and. In the beginning of this, in in the beginning of this, you know, it, it, you know, I was just like, okay, you know, it's actually making a little bit of sense. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I agree with you there. That part about, that part about when he, when he gave up. Yeah. It just seemed like it it didn't, it felt like it just didn't fit. Right. It felt like we didn't get that payoff of watching him build toward this. We didn't get the payoff of seeing him do it. Mm -hmm. He just kind of fell aside and let Cruz do it instead. Mm -hmm. So I I took a different message. I think that I think that the message changed halfway through the movie. And so he is trying to reclaim his glory. He's trying to get back and show that he can do all of these things and whatnot. When he goes to I don't remember the town, but where he finds where Doc first learned to race and he meets Smokey, the the guy who trained Doc and and Smokey puts lightning through all of these training things and, and has him do this stuff. And it's the moment where they change the new car, the trainer who is with Lightning Cruz, into the uh, Smokey, no, not Smokey, uh, Storm stand-in. Yeah. And you finally see that he's doing this Rocky montage and he's getting there and he's getting there and he's getting there. And you think that he's finally going to beat Cruz and then at the last minute, she comes in yeah. and beats him. And I think that was unexpected. And you could see, like, I think most people watching this movie would assume that Lightning's finally going to get it. He's finally going to be there. He's finally going to do it. And then didn't happen. And so Lightning, after that, is distraught. And he's so confused. But he's still trying to hold on to this thing. And he realizes that, that he can't do it. And then 
Also in that same time frame, Smokey points out the fact that Doc loved racing, but what he had more fun doing was coaching and being a part of training Lightning to be a better racer. That is what gave Doc more life and fun than anything else. So I think that they started with that message and then halfway through they changed it to perhaps what you think you want isn't as fulfilling as realizing you can do something better with your time. Because he, Lightning, couldn't do it anymore. And I think it's one of those where it's like maybe you shouldn't hold on to something that you think you want and try something else that is presentable. I think that's what they wanted to do, but they still kind of failed at it for me because, first of all, it's weird to abandon a message and change it halfway through. Second of all, they told us that new message and then also dropped it completely because then at the end, Lightning McQueen was like, oh, I'm still going to race, ka-chow! So we didn't learn anything. We we ended the movie exactly where he began, still unable to win and still no way to know how when he could have said, I don't know, I think I've got a new... Uh, purpose on the horizon or something. He's, he learned nothing. Yeah, right. And I think that's why I take issue with the way that they're telling this message. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he was racing it? Like, are you talking about the very end of the movie? Yeah, at the end when he coaches Cruz to win and yeah. they're like, "Are you? does this mean you're going to retire? He goes, no, I'm still going to race. But did he? He said that. Mm-hmm. He definitely said, oh, I'm still going to race. Because I knew that he had a paint job and whatnot at the end of the very end of the movie. No, he, in the in the post-race interview, they asked him if he was going to retire, and he said, oh, I'm still going to race. Okay, I guess I missed that part. Yeah. Then, yeah, that is, that does change things a little bit. Because, um, yeah, I thought I really had a good argument right there. But you that, did, but that, and I think that's what they wanted, yeah. but I don't think they did it well. And that was my same issue with the messaging in Cars 1. It just isn't coherent enough. To come through completely. Yeah. Something about how they're writing these films, they just don't deliver. They don't They don't hit the home run. Toys. It's all about the toys. <laughs> I'm just going to Sure. Say. Well, that's, I mean, in this one, it was literally a plot line, the merchandising. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... It was, like, it was very self-aware in that regard. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the one... I think this is the one time a Pixar movie, especially this in general, I'm just looking at it. And just thinking, you know, there's there's really nothing, there's really nothing special about this. There's really yeah. nothing special about this entire series. No, there's. I think that's. A, I think that's a significant issue. Is there's not anything overly special about the whole series because mm-hmm. um, they just don't. The messages just don't land. No, they don't. They suck. They don't stick the landing. They try and they almost get there. And I think this one they got closer than one, and maybe that's why I liked it a little more. Because you also saw Lightning McQueen go through some changes again. Mm-hmm. Um, did anyone else also find it weird that he... I didn't buy that he's supposed to be old now. No. They kept calling him old and making jokes about him being old. But in the first one, he was a rookie and we're only two movies later and you're all of a sudden old. Like, I didn't buy that. I, I guess uh, the only thing I would say is, is that like when it comes to cars... When it comes to cars in general, mm-hmm. I guess three or four, you know, because technically, I don't know what the timeline of this movie, the universe of this movie is taking place in. Yeah, the passage of time is not clear. Yeah, so let's just assume that 2006 was the first one that came out, and in 2017, it's like 11 years old. Technically, that's it's an older car. Right, but in the film universe, they don't portray him no. as... No. Like, in the first one, 
We have the king who is in his final race. The king is clearly old and is near retirement. And Lightning is no different than he was when he was a rookie. Mm -hmm. They're just faster cars, but they just keep they keep calling him old well, and making him seem like he's old. And I didn't I didn't buy what they were selling. And it was hard it was hard to accept the fact that he was supposed to be old now when it, he was just a rookie. And Doc Hudson, I mean, the only thing you can distinguish between Doc Hudson and uh, Lightning McQueen was that you know Doc Hudson is an older model car, right? They which make I, it which, which that is very blatant. Yes. Yeah, they, the old cars they make clear that they're old, I guess, mm -hmm. and that's just we talked in in the first one how the universe doesn't make sense to me with the way they treat some cars as animals and some as people. This one, yeah, that some cars are definitely old and some aren't, and Lightning just didn't seem old. What were you gonna say? I well, I I had a question about the timeline, and I put it in my notes. Is is it doesn't make sense because so Doc passed away, and at the beginning of this movie, Lightning dedicates the race to Doc, which implies that this is the first time he's been on a racetrack since Doc died. Mine, not including the World Grand Prix thing because that was a, a whole different story. But if he's if Doc just recently died. And he's dedicating this race. That's normally something you do after, like almost immediately after somebody dies. It's like, this is going, you wouldn't do that several years later. But he apparently did because we know he'd won several piston championships since yeah, then. So, because they make a bit, uh, Mater makes a joke about how they don't have any more room in the town for trophies. Yeah. So he did just arbitrarily pick a race to dedicate to Doc. Which doesn't make sense and it no. messes with the timeline. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess they can consider the looking at him, Lightning, as old, in a sense of the way... Is it Jackson Storm? Yeah, who cares? Storm. Storm. I'll just call him Storm. Uh, the way Army that, Hammer. Yeah. The way yeah. that Storm looks as a vehicle um, is newer, is sleeker, is faster, is, is, is more high-tech than Lightning. Lightning is more of like a, a classic sports car at this point in time. Um... And so maybe that's how they constitute him, being old. Maybe they don't mean old in a sense of age, old in a sense of technology and outdatedness, perhaps. Yeah. Because in the cars, in the world of vehicles and technology, things don't necessarily have to be old. They just have to have uh, created better technology and then they are outdated. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm picking at things trying to defend yeah, but it doesn't make. I mean, it still no, it doesn't, doesn't make sense because, because then, the timeline is weird and he's not old. Well, and then you could just say, well, why don't they just upgrade him then? Because they upgrade cars. They upgraded the hell out of Mater in cars too. Yeah. Why couldn't you just give Lightning new uh, technology? Yeah. He's literally just a chassis at that point. You, right. The rest is all interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. This universe is too flawed for me. Yeah. Why I, couldn't we have done Toy Story? I tried. Yeah. It's on the list. But at least after this, we don't ever have to worry about cars again. And I think you keep trying to convince yourself of that. Hey, it, I just want to get it out of the way. Mm -hmm. I also thought... It's done and out of the way. There was a nice but weird relationship between Cruz and Lightning. Yeah, I don't care for it. Because he, he seemed flirtatious to an extent, but not like... Um, intentional. Like I, th I think it was a mentory kind of a thing, 
but it came off as flirty at, at, at times, despite the fact that he's in a relationship with Sally in Radiator Springs. And I don't, I don't think that they meant it to be flirty, but it certainly came across that way, and it made me feel weird. But I liked what they did with Cruz, because Cruz, yeah, her story was nice, it was okay. because she was, you know, looked up to Lightning, got to train him, he was kind of a jerk to her, and then he realized that he was a jerk and tried to go back. She wanted to be a racer her whole life, and... They really did try to reinvent the wheel with it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Lightning Cruz dynamic is pretty similar to the lightning hudson dynamic yes. in the first one yeah he doesn't want to listen he doesn't want to do what he's supposed to do he just wants to go fast Ka-chow. but now he's in the mentorship role he's still not listening for a little bit yeah then he dumps it but i liked the i think the reason that i liked cruise is because it's a feeling that so many of us have where we want to go after something and she had that chance and then she choked and then she completely put herself out of the way of doing it and that's the thing that I can connect with, I feel like most people can connect with, and then Lightning, uh, you know, gave her the chance to do it in, or I guess Smokey technically did, because he made her the storm stand-in during the training, and then it clicked in Lightning. She's been doing this as much as me throughout this whole training. It's been training for not only me, but her, and then put her in, which in real NASCAR you cannot do. <laughs> you cannot just switch cars in the middle of a race. I did think that was... Very strange. But they addressed no, there's it. there's no tag team in... No. Yeah. They at least addressed it to where it gave me a reason why it was allowed, because in this world of NASCAR racing... You can't do that. They said that it just has to be the number. It doesn't have to necessarily be the car. It, that so doesn't make sense. But that's at least the, the argument that they presented. So whatever. You get a pass. You at least addressed the fact that that's crazy. But then they both won at the end... Because Lightning started the race, Cruz finished it, and that's how Lightning got his ability to continue racing because they were like, they both win. Ain't that some BS? Yeah. That was he really didn't upsetting. do anything. That was upsetting. He got into the top 10. Yeah. He always got in the top 10. That's, yeah. It really, the ending just really bugs me for that reason. There's no reason to think that you're still good enough, Lightning. You haven't done... You haven't made any progress. No. Why are you all of a sudden confident in your racing ability again? It bugs me a lot. Yeah. You didn't win. I hope he knows that. Cruz won. Right. You didn't. We're getting a little taste of Cars 1 Lightning where he just sees trophies and nothing else and he just doesn't care. Anyway, I can't I, say I, enough how glad I was that Mater shut up. <laughs> I really cannot say enough how glad I was that he was not in it very much. Yeah, I think, you know... They I've... overdid it so much in the last one. I think they learned their lesson. It felt like, uh, it felt like was extending an olive branch to go, we have to put him in there, but just a little bit, we are sorry for the last time. <laughs> what, I, what I think is interesting is that you had a cast of characters uh-huh. in the first movie so so let's think about pixar movies as a whole and see if i'm wrong because i you both have seen more than me i've not seen i mean i've seen my fair share but i haven't seen as many as you two so let's look at really some of the ones i know well hey you're talking, gonna, I, I agree with that we gotta get you schooled up um so let's you have a cast of characters mm-hmm. in the first one all mm-hmm. of the town of radiator springs mm-hmm. lightning all of these people okay sure the only people that continue to make appearance like they all are there kind of but this is the only franchise where each time 
at least to my knowledge, they bring in an entire new cast of characters to center around either Lightning or Mater. And they just let the other characters die to an extent. They don't matter. Whereas in Toy Story, you have that core cast and they are there throughout everything, even if they bring in new people. So, like, take Toy Story 2, where they introduce um, the Prospector, Jesse, and Bullseye. But you still have Rex and Bo Peep and Potato Head and Ham. They're all still doing things. They're still a, a part of the movie. Whereas in Cars, each movie, the original cast of characters are so unimportant to anything. And I just feel like that's not what Pixar normally does because most of the time if there's a franchise or a sequel, they advance the cast of characters. So look at Toy Story, look at uh, Nemo and Dory, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whatever else. I get, um, Well, I mean... Uh, I'm trying to remember Nemo and Dory real well. I don't know that there was a lot of carryover besides Nemo and Dory. Uh-huh. Do you remember... You know, there's obviously going to be. I don't. I don't feel. I feel like those are the only two core characters that really. Yeah. Ne- it's it's Nemo, Nemo, Dory, and Marlin, and those are the, like. Yeah, those are the, the three the, main. Those are the three, and the, yeah, they do. They do carry over, pretty well in Finding Dory. I've not seen Finding Dory since we went and saw it, mm. but like. Uh, ne- Nemo's a little different because most of the like those are the three main people mm-hmm. in that movie. Everyone else is just kind of feel like they're not like as involved like, like they don't ca- continue on like toy story all of those characters matter and have a part a part mm-hmm. in nemo it's you know the three and then other things so they're not necessarily a part of the group yeah like none of the people from the fish tank no the fish from the fish tank showed up i don't think so no i don't remember that i guess the difference would be uh, for toy story in particular that is a it's like an ensemble film mm-hmm. i don't really see cars as an ensemble film it's it's really just Lightning McQueen's story, and he has a couple of uh, new friends along the way that become more supporting characters. Like Mater is obviously a, becomes a main character, and that's really it. It's really is, it. It's really just like Lightning it. and his sidekick. Right, yeah. and that's weird to me because like. I only say that because, like, Sally seems like she should be more important. I mean, they're... She does in, in the third one seem like she should be. Yeah. She shows up, but she still doesn't matter. I mean, they put more emphasis on Cruz, which I get based on how the story goes. Uh-huh. But it seems like if Lightning is going through... Like, if Lightning is going through these struggles, she should be there to help him. Like, your best friend... Like, he calls Mater in the middle of the night to talk to him about this stuff. And Mater's an idiot. Sally is a lawyer. <laughs> And his girlfriend in this movie. So why wouldn't you call to get her advice? Like, you can get your best friend's advice. That's fine. But for her to be so unimportant is just weird. Even, I would argue, Ramon was more important than Sally in this movie <laughs> because he helped Cruz become the, the racer. She He helped her get the paint job and changed her look and, mm-hmm. got, and built up her confidence to get out on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Sally was just there. It's just weird. She should have had a bigger yeah. part than she did. Yeah. Or she shouldn't have had as big of a part in the first one. One of the two scenarios yeah. should have unfolded. Luigi and Guido are the only, like, it's it's Lightning, Mater, Luigi, Guido, and then everybody else. It's just an odd 
dynamic, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I like the soundtrack better than this in this one. I don't even remember the soundtrack of the second one. Were no. there, did we decide if there I were songs think, in it? I like think, real ones? I don't think so. I, there may have been. I, I can't remember. There was one in the very beginning, but that's about it. But I mean, this... I, I can't remember. That first song was was uh, ZZ Ward and Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, right? It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, it this soundtrack also has Dan Auerbach of the Black Keys, mm-hmm. James Bay, a couple Brad Paisleys, yeah, and then a few other people. But yeah, ZZ that Brad Paisley song did is the really first good. one too. I think he's the the holdover. Yeah. So much better overall. I feel like this was a better movie of like Pixar. Like they the, tried the graphics looked good. The story was better. The graphics were good. Yeah. Lightning's huge crash looked crazy good. Yeah. And the uh, the beach, yeah, looked really good. Mm-hmm. And the big mud fight race; those those three looked visually they were visually very good. Yeah, I remember I when the tra- right this time. when the trailer came out originally, it was the Lightning McQueen crash, the the, the beginning one, <laughs> and I remember thinking that looked really good. And then I saw it was a Cars thing, and then I was like, oh crap. Yeah. But at least the graphics look good. My, again, I still say that in 2, it looked like a made-for-TV movie. Like, it did not look good. No, 2 looked like a holiday special. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It was written like a holiday special, yeah. and it just all... I just still can't believe that movie got made. Yeah. I feel like made. that should be considered Cars 1 It's like when all the... When the... In TV, when the writer's strike happened, and all the TV was real bad that season. Yeah. Felt like there was, like, a movie writer's strike, and they just, like, pulled <laughs> something out of a drawer... And gave it to a child and said, we can't pay you because of the reunion. <laughs> Finish this. And he was like, yeah, there's going to be a spy. There's going to be a spy in a lot of race cars. And then there's going to be a missile and he's going to turn into a submarine. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. That ain't good. It's, that should be cars. And Mater, and it's going to be Mater. And uh, he's going to get stuck in a toilet. This should be the sequel. And they should not make another one. Please don't make another Cars. Look, I... Pixar is starting to make me question their sequels. Not their current... Like, their movies are still great. I don't know why, because Cars 2 is still the only bad sequel. I know. The others are great. I know. The the reason that I have is, is specifically Toy Story. Because, for me, Toy Story is perfect. It ended perfectly with Toy Story 3, let it go, and then they went, let's do a fourth one. And I'm like, how? It was so perfect that I don't even, in my brain, I can't understand how you could do or want to do a fourth one. But they are doing it. I will give them a chance, but that's where my concern comes from. And if they're making a Toy Story 4, it seems plausible that they would make Cars 4, and I'd want that for a different reason or I don't want that for a different reason because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, on the topic of Toy Story, I could see why you'd question why they'd want to, but I mean, it's pretty clear how they could. The toys are with a new child, like yeah. it's very ripe for another one if they, you know. It's yeah. not like if they were still with Andy, then it'd be like, seriously, how? But he's not they're not anymore. Well, so. and Andy, I guarantee I could see it. Andy's going to come he's Andy will be in there. I guarantee you Andy will be in a Toy Story. Oh, I'm in not some that way, confident. In some way shape or form they will have Andy. Even if it's in like <laughs> it could be a flashback, but Andy, yeah, a flashback would be Andy acceptable. will make an appearance in Toy Story 4. Write it down. Uh I'm calling it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I uh, 
I was gonna mention I just li- I just listened to our other our friend podcast talking Tom yeah about Tom Hanks did you listen to Toy Story yes yet? I did I listened to Toy Story today um yeah you, you know about talking Tom right we've talked about this Andrew, I do yeah Daniel and 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 his friend Josie do the the Tom Tom Hanks movies they talking about Toy Story and their most recent one you can find them on pod, uh, Apple Podcasts as well yeah talking Tom Give isn't it talkingtom.com too yeah talking website? without the G you'll find it talking without the G Pod Hanks pod Tomcast, Tomcast. Uh, they uh, they had a little bit where they talked about Toy Story four. Um, I think it, I think it was Daniel who expressed maybe a slight hesitation, but was still willing to give them a chance. And I feel like a lot of people have that slight hesitation because of how good it was. Yeah. But I think a lot of people had that same hesitation after Toy Story two, and that went fine. You said so something to me. I know we've gotten off of the topic of tar. Of we'll get back like, to it. Yeah. We'll get back to you it. You said something to me, and we'll eventually get to Toy Story. I hope. Um, we'll force it if we have. To yeah. You said to me that people think that two is better. Yes. That's crazy. People. A pe- lot of people they're think wrong. that, and like the critics say that. Nope. Like everything. I do not hate Toy Story two in any way, shape, or form. I I love every Toy Story movie that's ever been made. But but one is better and three is better than mm-hmm. two. I I cannot believe that people think two is best. I agree, but I've spent my whole life being told I'm wrong. I wouldn't. <clears throat> I wouldn't agree that Toy Story two is best. It's definitely good. I mean, I I, well, yeah, I, th- I, I think I, I think now them. most people say three is the best. But prior to that, it was Toy Story two was the gold standard of animated films. I think it's because. Uh, I don't know. I think it's that whenever it was released, it was... I mean, they, they actually got a sequel right, which, you know, when it comes to when it comes to sequels... One, it's it was either, their first sequel. No. It was their first sequel. It's so, worrisome. So sequels are either hit or miss. A lot of times. Eh? A lot of times. But they actually got it right with this. I mean, you know, it had, it had a lot better... It had a lot more humor, I feel like. Um, the pacing was really good. Um, the, the writing... The writing was okay. I'll I'll give the writing I'll I'll give the writing credit, but uh, for me it's it's Toy Story three, Toy Story three is my personal favorite. Yeah, um, a lot of heart in Toy Story three. Yeah, I hope one day we get to Toy Story because we're obviously going to talk about it a lot as we have oh, man. let it hijack the Cars three episode. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up that 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 other show talked about Toy Story four. And how they felt about it, and you should go listen to their thoughts on yeah. it. Again, TalkingTom.com, Talking Without the G. Yeah. They probably don't listen to our show, do they? <laughs> <laughs> if you do, tell tell someone, just so we know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're one of the people who listen. They could be. Is going to say the number? Nope. <laughs> so, we have hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> It definitely could be Daniel and Josie, uh, one of or at least one of them, or maybe one listening, and they're both in the room. Yeah, I'll take that as a win. Yeah, Um, we work with them. I, I go. We've had Daniel on the podcast for Star Wars. My goal is to have both of of them on once we get to Toy Story, because they'll talk about Toy Story. We'll talk about Toy Story. It'll be a nice little uh, thing. Yep, I agree. Maybe do like a phone in. Yeah, we'd have to. We ain't gonna fly them in. We don't no, have don't that have kind that of budget. budget. They live in L.A. And we can't fly in either. <laughs> no. I can't afford a I plane ticket. I mean, I'd ticket. love to. Yeah, I can't afford a plane ticket for me or them, so. Okay. Can you? Because I can't either. <laughs> no, but I'm betting on the lottery. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, 
I'm done with cars. I don't have any. Well, no, I feel I'm, like I've... there might be something else. Let me let me take a look at our, our general rundown and see if there's anything. Uh, Chick else. Hick was Hick, Chick Hicks made a reappearance back. He was did. not no, Michael not, Keaton. No, I I remember well, that. Well, I mean, why would it be? Yeah. Why would you? He, yeah. He's got better things to do at this moment. And he, he was barely he was only a, there for a to, second. To pull in Michael Keaton to do those couple of little scenes where he's basically just. Um, some ESPN guy screaming at the TV uh, has been who's no good, good anymore. Yeah, just like all the football commentators. But, yeah, uh, I like that they brought back Paul Newman, even though they risen him from the grave for a little bit. Yeah, that was creepy. There's some yeah. witchcraft there. Yeah, I like. I, I I think it's interesting whenever they do that and they're able to like they're they're able to make it work. Mm-hmm. I thought. I I was trying to think of some things that I I did enjoy about this movie. I kind of liked that. I felt like they they turned the knob down on the humor a little bit. It wasn't yeah. very funny, and I liked that. I didn't need it to be funny. Um, sometimes I don't need the Pixar movies to be overly funny, and I felt like they tried too hard. In definitely the second one, yeah, and a little bit in the first one. I have humor gone on was light. I've gone on record to say that. No movies hit my emotions like Pixar movies. They and you do. haven't even seen them all. I have not. Um, <sighs> this one... There should be a Pixar podcast. There, Spinoff. Not yet. Uh, there is a moment in this movie where I felt the feels. And it's the moment... You where, felt feels in this movie? I did. And it was the moment where um, Smokey delivers the news to Lightning... That Doc, the best part, we, we already mentioned this, of his life was teaching lightning. Mm-hmm. And he was going through all of these memories of, of him and Doc and them working together. And I just thought it was a real um, nice moment of memories for lightning. And that moment kind of set the tone of the new message of, I can also do this for somebody else. And, and I can have that same feeling because at the end of the movie, they have a side-by-side picture of Doc and Lightning in a picture and Lightning is in front and then they have the same picture of Lightning and Cruz and Cruz is in the front. And they're, all, they're structured the same. They're on the same racetrack. And I don't know, just for some reason, that little montage of memories going through Lightning really hit me in the, oh, that's sweet kind of a moment. You gonna ask him if he's okay? Are you okay? Nope, I'm distraught. <laughs> uh, uh, a quick sidebar on on these movies. We the the three of us had the pleasure of seeing the Science of Pixar exhibit at yeah. the Chicago Museum of Science. You, you all need to go see that. It's awesome. Uh, over the summer, and I it was a it was like content overload, so I can't remember everything. But I specifically remember um, a portion of the exhibit dedicated to. How with several of these movies, uh, Pixar movies overall, they had to like l- literally figure out how to do things for the first time. And with the Cars films, rendering a car was something that needed to be done. It had to be completely created from Pixar, how to get the reflectiveness of the mm-hmm. hood, the car, and, and all that stuff. And so that was really neat to, to see how uh, kind of how even if you don't like these movies, which I don't, <laughs> I would say as a whole, I don't. Yeah. And a lot of people say the same things. It's not everyone's favorite. You can at least respect the w- serious behind-the-scenes work that went into creating these and animating them. 
Definitely. It's very impressive sure. the amount of time and serious knowledge and smarts you have to do to pull this off. That was cool. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things to see. And, you know, you go to these things, and as adults, we growing up with Pixar, I would say that we, as the generation that grew up with Toy Story in 95 and, and everything since then, yeah. are more connected to Pixar than the current generation. And nah, I think so. But they're also growing up with it. They are, but the, the, we've same. been with it since the beginning. It's like our baby. But Pixar is our baby. We don't see it that way. I do. But I... What Maybe was, now as an adult. What nah, was a whatever. little weird as an adult of being of this age now and still loving these movies as a, like, as a child and as an adult and still having that childlike nature... I wanted to go to this museum and learn about it. Like, I wanted to see how they did. They have all of these exhibits where you can get hands-on stuff, but because you're surrounded by children, you have to, like, default and let the kids go play with the things. And so that was a little frustrating for me, just because I want to play on it too, but I'm an adult and I can't. Dang it. But it was really cool to see the videos and some of the molds and the the work that goes into it. And, And they talked about cars and the reflective surfaces... That was the first time they ever had to do anything like that. They had all of the cars in the stands with like flash photography plus their reflective natures. And so just, yeah, the the, the stuff that they did for this movie is really impressive. Yeah, uh, back on that museum. I, I love the making of process. There is a, it's on the Wally Blu-ray. So if you ever get your hands on it, um, there's a movie out there. There's a documentary that's featured in one of the special features of Wally that details the history of Pixar. And I, I've always been interested, like how they do some of the stuff, especially whenever it comes to like lighting and uh, sound. I think it's really interesting how they craft an entire world out of literally from scratch. And I think that's, I think that's what's the most interesting as interesting aspect of that museum by itself and it it furthers my love for it furthers my love for uh, for Pixar movies in general because I think it's I don't know who said it first I, th- I don't know if it was George Lucas or if it was Steve Jobs but they say something along the lines of the technology inspires the art and the art inspires the technology and I think that's where I think that's where these movies kind of pick up on and that's what I that's all I have to say about that. I think it's <laughs> no. Okay, it's literally all you had to say about that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. No, I, 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 I'll have to watch that documentary. I've not done so. I have that documentary. If you ever want to borrow it? I may need to because I have a uh, Wally DVD case on the movie shelf over here that doesn't have a disc in it. I learned recently. <laughs> I don't know where it is. That done. I got the Wally box. I don't got the Wally DVD. Oh, oh my Wally goodness! DVD. It's gone. I don't know what happened to it. Well, there go. I don't. Know. Like, it was probably. I don't know. Did it get lost in the move? I doubt it, because why would it come out of the box? That's true. I don't know. Anyway, so I think we already I think we already covered like where we would rank these among themselves, uh, didn't we? Uh, uh, or did we? Uh, I mean, three, one, two. Uh, as far as talking cars, I'm stuck on this one because my ranking system is like two and a half is okay, three is good, so I give it like two point seven five. 
Someone write. You thought it was better than okay. I thought it was better than okay. I don't. I thought it was. I thought it was better than okay. I give it a two. I can't remember what I gave one. I think two was. I think I it can was. Tell you what I gave two. <laughs> I think, half. I think uh, you and I gave the same for one, and it was uh, two because it was disappointing. I'm going to give. I'm still going to give it two. You thought it was disappointing. Well, I guess your your scale is different than ours. You, you, I just, I just, I just don't find any of these movies interesting at all. I'm gonna give it two and a half. I think it was okay. I think okay is good mm-hmm. uh, for this. Yeah, I still don't think I'd call it good, but it's okay. Yeah. So I damn sure wouldn't want to watch it again. Yeah, no, it's like I, I'd watch I, I don't, two I don't or connect one. with them. That's true. I just don't connect with these movies. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch them again either for that reason. I, would, I wouldn't watch these at all. No. I'd watch one and three. It, not for me. But why though? Not well, not for did me. You connect like with if it? I had a if I had a child or something and they wanted to watch it, it'd be like, okay, well we're not watching two. Yeah. No, that, like, that's the that's the line. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. It's kind of that I thought it's kind of interesting about Cars. Cars does not have a very long shelf life because I showed I showed Cars to both of my nephews mm-hmm. like very early on in their very early on. And by the time, you know, the time they got a little older, uh, by the time they got a little older, they, they just kind of just fizzled out. They didn't want it, They didn't want to watch it anymore. I would venture to say it has something to do with the fact that it is extremely hard to make a connection with these movies. They, mm-hmm. They're just not relatable enough. The characters aren't lovable enough. I just don't make a connection with them like you do others, mm-hmm. other movies, you know. The story's not compelling enough. Characters aren't compelling enough. They're just enough to like feel again like another like another animation studio movie where you go that was fun while I watched it but I don't like have I don't carry feelings for it over the years where you continue to love it and look back on it mm-hmm. nostalgically you just I don't see people doing that with this even children it's not Toy Story no it's not Toy Story it's not anything it's not any of those other much better movies with much more lovable characters you know we say this but at the Disney theme parks they have an entire world of Radiator Springs. Which, they do. which leads me to believe that there are enough people that want that, or that are. I also that... have like an Aerosmith roller coaster, though. So fair. I don't think I I wouldn't put too much thought into that. That's fair. I think that maybe more because like Radiator Springs was, is would be a cool place to see. Yeah, I That's don't necessarily fair. know that it's you know because people love it so much. Uh, this is the first time that I don't know the Rotten Tomato score. Does anybody else? No. And we, we can actually I, play the I game. I have an idea of it, but I don't know it. Uh, I'm going to give it a 40. Wow. I, uh, think, I think 65. Yeah, I was going to say it's at least 60 because it's not rotten. Uh, 68. Yay, I win one. 68. What's the audience? 70. That's pretty close. Yeah. It's, uh, if there's a margin of error, I bet it's in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, sixty-eight's a little high for me, but I I respect it. I guess I don't think it's too. I don't think it's crazy wrong. So, Cars Three made a total gross of one hundred and fifty-two million dollars in the United States when it came out June sixteenth, twenty seventeen. That's pretty disappointing. It's not that great. It's not great, Tim or Bob. <laughs> what's the line? I don't know. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> it opened to fifty-three million dollars uh, at number one other movies that came out that year or not that year i always mess it up the first time i say it's all good 
Other movies in the top 10 that week include Wonder Woman, which was yeah. in its third week of release. Was it number two? All Eyes on Me, The Mummy Reboot with Tom Cruise, 47 Meters Down, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, 53 Million, Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's a piece of shit. <laughs> Rough Night, <laughs> Captain Underpants, the first epic movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and It Comes at Night. Uh, no need to go down that rabbit hole because those movies are too fresh to talk about. Uh, so I'm not even going to look at 2017 because why? Yeah. <laughs> why do that? Um, overall, this uh, it's the lowest grossing Cars movie. It's upsetting. It is because it should make more, but you... You, you, you make too bad ones. You make and... too many bad ones and people don't want to come back. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see where it ranks Pixar-wise. I know we talked about it last week. I think we talked about all three of them in that regard. Yeah. It is number 19 out of 20. What's 20? The Good Dinosaur. That's what I thought. Which is another one that just didn't make... it. These movies have to have a connection, and I think if you don't make a connection with it, they're bound for this type of failure. Because I, you know, Cars 3, well-received. Good Dinosaur, well-received. The connection's gone. Yeah. You don't you don't go see it. No. That's all I can guess for that. Um, And, and it's like a significant amount, because like, they, they both didn't crack $200 million. They're the only two Pixar movies to not crack $200 million. So there's like a significant drop between 18 and 19. 18 is Coco at 211. And then Cars 3 is 158. Wow. I thought yeah. Coco did better than that. Well, it did. I mean, it did really well. Yeah. But these movies all make so much money that I feel like we got to look at the get like that huge gap. Right. Like 211 to 158 is a significant amount to, to lose. Um, yeah. I don't know. Coco. Coco was great. Coco was great. But it's one of those that I feel like uh, not even. No, not really. I was gonna say I, I still to this day don't see Wally as a child a children's movie. It, uh, it misses all the key elements of a children's movie for I, me. I don't think Up is a children's. No, movie. No, I, I don't. Well, yeah, but it's it's got elements of it at least. Mm-hmm. A talking talking dog. dog, a little kid on an adventure. Wally doesn't have any of that. It doesn't even have no. It doesn't even have human beings for a good sort a portion of it. No. And Coco is a lot of the same way in that it doesn't really have all the hallmarks of a children's movie it's kind of heavy topics and kind of dark yeah it's Um, very dark for a pixar movie so i think that's why you see movies like the incredibles and toy stories and the nemos like Mm -hmm. totally skyrocket to the top of the box office because they hit all those hallmarks of a kid's movie Mm -hmm. anyway this episode has become too much of a pixar gap fest so we're gonna wrap it up here we will be back next week with our first ever Halloween edition Yo. of the show ding, 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 where we will literally ding, do Halloween. Ding, 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 that's the ding, ding, that's the idea. Ding, 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 ding. We'll be back next week with the first Halloween film ever. The original, the OG Michael Myers and, and Jamie Lee Curtis, whatever her character's name is. I don't know. Do we have an order of which we want to do it? Like, are we going to do... So well, we got to do we got to do, do Halloween one first, yeah. And we got to do Halloween twenty eighteen last. It's got just because we'll have to wait for it to come out. Right, 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 right. Do and we want the middle to pepper in? So I imagine that we would do Halloween one, the Rob Zombie Halloween, and then the new is Halloween, and then pepper in the two. I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if we can do with the new Halloween movie's release date. We'll have to see. Yeah. When does it come out? I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm just okay. saying I don't know if we can. Okay. Because yeah. if it comes out, like, say it comes out the week of Halloween, I don't think we can do that. No. If it no. comes out a couple weeks before, then maybe. But 
Because we also got to allow ourselves to have time to go see it. True. And we got to make sure it's literally out when it's time. So I don't know. I don't know. I can guarantee you next week will be Halloween 1. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have to go from there. Yeah. October 19th. And I don't think we can do that. Okay. Because based on the calendar, we'd have to do October 1st would be Halloween. October 8th would be Halloween Rob Zombie. And then it'd be October 15th, so it wouldn't be out yet. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. There you go. We'll do something. It will be all Halloween all month. All month, yeah. Spooktober. Wow. I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I like scary movies, and I hope these ones, at least at least a couple of them, I hope are scary. <laughs> I don't so, know that I've seen the films first. Are interesting, because I don't think in this day and age, slasher films are scary. You have to do, like, you have to make them scary. Slasher films themselves are not scary. You have to have the jump scares, and you have to have things like that. But back when they they came out, I think they were scary because there wasn't, you know, we're so used to the culture of serial killers or, you know, true crime podcasts are all around and there's so many true crime and and murdery aspect things that are in the mainstream and that wasn't really the way back then. Um, Now, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with this current reboot because somehow they're going to have to make it scary. You can't just have a slasher film unless it's really good. Well, right. I mean, well, I'll talk about that more whenever yeah. we get there. I do it depends on the character. I think I think Michael Myers being a mysterious masked man gives it a little bit of scare factor that some others don't have. Be interesting. It depends on you how the how well they pull that off. We're gonna talk all about the first Halloween next week. You can find us online at facebook.com slash so many sequels pod and on Instagram just search so many sequels pod. It works the same both ways. You're listening to us on either Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. We appreciate that. You can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. That helps people find the show and does things with algorithms, I suppose. That's what I hear on other podcasts anyway. I haven't done the homework to figure it out. I just like talking about movies whether y'all listen or not. (laughs) That's the name of the game. Um, I hit all the spots. Comment on on our Facebook or Instagram posts. Let us know what you thought of Cars 3, if you thought it was better than the last one. I'm sure you did. Uh, whether or not you thought it was better than the first one may be up for debate. If you thought we were wrong about something, call us out. We would love to chat with you about it. Until next time. For the last time, ka